This episode has strong language that's not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Life in the Durag Dungeon. I'm your host, that boy Kubat, with another regular ass episode of Carolina Kid Podcast Rewind. This episode is brought to you by Bounce Checks and Toilet Bowl Skid Marks. <laughs> Subscribe to the Rat Intelligence Anywhere podcast and download it. Following the Rod and Karen Doctrine, leave a nice five star review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, and I'll read it on the show. Leave an email on Carolina Kid Podcast Rewired at gmail.com. Also, leave me a voice message and donate on anchor.fm slash datboycoot. That's anchor.fm slash D A T B O Y C O O T. Some niggas, it is a brand new week and a lot of shit has happened. But on a personal note, a nigga is no longer going to be living that apartment life much sooner. Because me and, 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 and Bay have landed a house, nigga. We, we a house, okay, a townhome, nigga, a house. <laughs> when I tell you, we were jumping up and down on the phone like two, like two children in a candy store. Man, it was the greatest thing ever. Okay, that I know, I know. It's like, man, when you like in a time in 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 a, in, a, in an age where it is extremely hard to find anything that's not in an apartment. Because apartment, I ain't gonna lie to y'all niggas. Apartment life ghetto, cuz. Shit straight fucking hood buckets, took nuggets. Nigga, I am tired of that goddamn shit. <laughs> I'm ready to get the fuck up out of here. Okay, I, I I was like, man, I have a nice apartment, but I still hate this motherfucker. How, <laughs> how do I hate this shit? I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Apartment life ain't all that, man. Apartment life ain't all that. And, you know, after a while, you just want to step your game up, you know? Nigga is 30 years old, bro. I don't want to be in an apartment when I'm 50. I don't, I don't want to be in an apartment when I'm 50. I'm sorry. I don't want to be in an apartment when I'm 40. Hell, I just want this house life, nigga. 
I, I, I want multiple floors, nigga. I said, wow, wow. Nigga, when I tell you I am blessed to not only have Nikki, I'm blessed to have great parents that raised me. I'm, I'm blessed to have a wonderful pain. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like a good job. Like a good-ass job. Because I'm going to be real with you. Two out of three of those weren't even there two years ago. And not only am I moving in with my girlfriend, but I am also like able to afford it, <laughs> like able to afford the possibility of doing this. So on a personal note, I don't really like saying too much, but I'm probably said more than I really wanted to initially, but on a real ass note, I am blessed. And, um, you know, everybody go out on a limb and take that chance for something that you really want, right? But always have a backup plan. Don't don't be a nigga that's like, I ain't got shit to do. Boy. You know, you just can't. I ain't got shit else. Like, you can't do that. You're going you, to sink, nigga. Don't do that shit. I'm just telling you, be calculated, be smart, and be able to go after your dreams and everything. Everything you do comes true. All right, nigga sounds fucking corny. Let's keep going. All right, so let's talk about that damn Super Bowl, boy. Let's talk about the halftime show, too. I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl first. That's the boring shit. I'm just be. I'm just going to be a whole asshole. Hey, man, that's a close-ass game, man. That was a good-ass game, too. Let me say this. Joe Burrow's offensive line is built. It has the structural integrity. Fuck it. It has the structural integrity of LeBron's hairline. And... <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker has the structural integrity of a bowl cut. Like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> like <sighs> this shit has the rigidity of a fucking jalopy. Like, you, you know, what I'm saying? like it's built like, you, you know, what I'm saying? Like if an offensive line was a car of the Cincinnati Bengals, more specifically, if the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line was a car, it would be a Yugo because that motherfucker go fall apart at any moment. <laughs> Be a four pinto. That motherfucker is going to fall apart at any second. That shit gonna explode. But anyway, um, <laughs> oh man, I hey Joe Burrow was really trying his ass off. Joe Burrow was really gonna come back in that last drive. Like I was like, oh shit, Joe Burrow might actually still win this game. And hey man, credit to the Rams defense, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. You know it, it's. Von Miller, you know, <clears throat> a, a ton of other cats, man. Like, but credit to that all, like credit to that defense, that, that Rams defense. Honestly, Matthew Stafford got lucky because I think he won. He was the winner on the side of ref ball because so many times they could have not got that last touchdown. And I truly believe that the refs fucked that shit up. They play little ref ball. And I truly think a lot of important games have been decided by terrible calls. Calls that should have been no calls altogether. And then vice versa. Calls, you know, that were <clears throat> non-calls that should have been calls. You know what I mean? Like, it's some it's some real it was some real bad calls in this Super Bowl. And it's some people that on the Bengals side of things will be like, Y'all motherfuckers ain't shit. But I mean, come on now. 
the the really weird nature of NFL referees it's quite the conundrum yet also an enigma yes I said an enigma not an enigma an enigma I don't understand how the fuck they be making calls and they be saying it but it's this way and I'm like but it but if I understand the rules myself see 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 it would be this way but they always go the opposite of what you think is right every time even if you thought it was originally ruled that way. It's always going to be ruled the other way. Because NFL, man. Because <laughs> NFL, man. I just, I be sitting here like, make it make sense. But, um, yeah. A lot of, a lot of really uh, decent commercials. I won't say, um, I'll say like my favorite, of course, is the, um, <clears throat> the Andre 3000. Um, and <laughs> it's going to be real. I didn't even get to see Megan Thee Stallion's commercial, man. Like, I'm sitting here looking for it. I was like, where Meg commercial at? But I saw, like, she tweeted about it and stuff. I was looking for it. But the ones, out of the ones I actually did see, um, it was the Andre 3000 and Zendaya one, um, which was very fucking dope. Um, just hearing Andre 3000 making words rhyme in any type of way. Or making making any type of play on words. That shit is amazing. That nigga's, that nigga's still, like, honestly... I think that's. I think if I had to put that nigga on the list, I think he would still be top three, if not top five. Um, still one of my favorite rappers, if not my favorite rapper. Um, <clears throat> I'm just like, dope, you know. But but if you if you go even deeper to the to the to the one of the best, one of the best halftime shows of all time, nigga. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it was niggified, okay. Like, let's think about this. The Super Bowl was in Inglewood, okay? Because the, the, the LA Rams built a new stadium in Inglewood to have a Super Bowl in. And guess what? Inglewood niggas showed up. Also, other surrounding areas of niggas. Let me, let me tell you something. Like, I have never seen... Okay, I have a few times. But... This is one of the few times I have seen niggas in carefree mode in a white ass event. And <laughs> this is definitely one of them. And one white person who is, of course, for the culture, because I consider Eminem to be for the culture. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all white people that listen be, may not be, but <laughs> Eminem is. He, is. he is about it. He is about it. He is about it. I'll say this. Eminem today, not, not so much. Eminem back then, yes. Always, yes. But you had Eminem. You know, it's literally like the whole Interscope tree. You know, just tree of Interscope niggas. You got Dr. Dre, Snoop. You know, um, fucking Eminem. You know, Fifty Cent, Kendrick Lamar, and of course Mary J. Blige. So you like, oh shit, this is this is this is stacked like a motherfucker. And for some, <laughs> and randomly Anderson Pac is on the drums because I mean he is part of that Interscope family. But um. Yeah, I just call this the Interscope Bowl now. I'm going to start calling it the Interscope Bowl. <laughs> That's just the Interscope Bowl for the ancestors, you know? Because why the fuck not? <laughs> niggas, need, niggas need all of the black excellence this whole fucking month. Okay? Like, we only got 28 days. We try to make this shit last. <laughs> nigga got to make it last. Okay? If, if nigga don't make it last, shit going to go over in the, in the fucking whimper. In, in, in the wind, okay? So, we're going to be niggified. Niggified to the max. Niggified bonus beats. Niggified cassette. Niggified double CD. 
nigga five records nigga nigga in 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 the caliber and calibration of extreme niggerdom, I believe we should be turned all the way the fuck up. And I was. Me me and Nikki was sitting here like just getting it. Getting it to everything. We was fucking getting our fucking lives to the fucking Super Bowl halftime shop. That's right. Uh. Like, when I tell you, <clears throat> when I tell you niggas everywhere on earth that were at least, uh, I say at least 27, 28, because <laughs> it is whole ass niggas that never remember this entire era, but we are 30. Me, me and my girl are 30. And literally, niggas was crip walking all over the fucking, when I say all over the fucking, all over the fucking living room and kitchen, like, uh, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my, my nigga, my nigga, mm. in the mm of nigga, in, in the mm of nigga, man, nostalgia. They got me right in the nostalgicals. They got a nigga right in them nostalgicals, man. I'm just sitting here like in awe. I'm like, bro, like it's only three halftime shows I can even put this shit near, right? Beyonce, <laughs> fucking Prince, and Michael Jackson. That is the the only other like they all deserve their Mount Rush. That's your Mount Rushmore of fucking Super Bowl halftime performances. And, and 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 you might as well throw Whitney Houston on the side for the national anthem because ain't shit been done right with the national anthem. It's been underwhelming ever since. But yeah, fucking killed that shit to oblivion. Oh my gosh, nigga. Woof. Woof. But would you be surprised if one of the best halftime shows of all time in the Super Bowl? literally wasn't a paid halftime show none of them got paid let me let me let me inspect further here so this is our first article courtesy of showbiz cheat sheet the super bowl is one of the biggest sporting events of the year millions of football fans tune in to watch the players square off while other viewers turn the big game on just to catch the hilarious commercials still others watch the super bowl exclusively for the halftime show <clears throat> a major entertainment event that features some of the biggest stars in the music industry with multiple multiple major rap artists performing at this year's halftime show it raises questions about how much stars got paid the super bowl has a history of bringing talent or exi exciting innovative performance to entertain viewers during the halftime show this year was no exception and with not one but five superstars taking over the show fans were beyond excited Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige were all being tapped to perform. This is a historic group of singers in part because of the five artists share nearly 50 Grammy Awards among them. In a statement from the NFL, Dr. Dre said the opportunity to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show and do it in my own backyard will be one of the biggest thrills of my career. I'm grateful to Jay-Z, Rock Nation, the NFL, and Pepsi, as well as Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar for joining me in what will be an unforgettable cultural moment. 
Notably, this is the first time all five stars were on stage performing, according to CBA, CBS Sports. That's phenomenal. Um, <clears throat> how much do entertainers get paid for the halftime show? If traditional concert promoters tried to book Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, and Snoop Dogg for a concert, they might expect to shell out an extremely high sum. However, not only did these five artists not make a dime for their Super Bowl 2022 performance, but none of the halftime show performers of the past made money from it either. It is all promotion. <laughs> According to Esquire, <clears throat> the NFL policy is to cover all costs related to the production of the halftime show, but the performers themselves do not bring home a salary. She anyway, that's 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 nuts. That's crazy. To me, I was like, they don't get paid, nigga. What? Uh, okay, sure. You know what? Um, this was a conversation that me and Nikki had. Um, and it's something that keeps happening in all of entertainment. I'm so sick and tired of this shit. <clears throat> Hollywood is obsessed with doing reboots. Please, by all means, just do something original. I am sick and tired of seeing a, literally a reboot for something that happened maybe five to 10 years ago. We literally just, we can't even create nostalgia for it. It's literally something that has been so fresh in our minds that we can't even create nostalgia for it. There's only like one reboot right now that I'm thinking about that actually makes sense. And I'm like, oh man, this would be phenomenal. I'm actually down with this shit. Proud Family. Proud Family actually is old enough to create nostalgia. It's about 20, it's roughly 20 years old. So even when it ended, you know, <clears throat> still there's well over 10 years of time between then. So you know, a proud family, that's something, you know, that has nostalgia with it because it lasted for a decent while and it actually was a well-crafted show. And the fact that the same people that were making the show in the beginning are making it now make, gives you more hope for what is going to be involved. So, <clears throat> um, apparently, with this new version of the proud family right you have some really big acts some really big stars um so courtesy of shadow and act the proud family louder and prouder drops first look at characters played by jaden smith lizzo brenda song and more i fuck with all this you know, um, Jaden Smith, Lena Waithe, Lizzo, Brenda Song, and more get the Proud Family close-ups in new images released from the show. <clears throat> Disney Plus released the first look character images and descriptions for its star-studded roster of, ge of guest cast members featured in the revival series. The Proud Family, louder and prouder. <laughs> Nigga, I am so fucking excited about this shit. You know, nigga, I won't. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, re I'm, I'm ready. I'm already ready. I'm just a hey, nigga. I'm just a. Hey, I'm, I'm saying. So th this is some of the details. Lizzo as herself. Lizzo will be Lizzo. 
She will be the first singer Oscar highest to perform at his new theme park, Snackland. Nigga. Jaden Smith as College Myron, the college version of Myron Lewinsky. Nigga. Lena Waithe as College Maya, the college version of Maya Lebowitz. Lebowitz Jenkins. I I always be fucking that shit up. Lebowitz Jenkins. Al Roker as himself, again, a wish-granting genie, appeared in the original series. Lamorne Morris as himself. A headliner in a musical. Lamorne is is that one nigga that's in everything that's white. And but but he that one nigga that's still a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like one of my favorite it's funny how like <clears throat> he was like a new girl and shit. And he was like his gift is actually probably one of the most famous gifts of all time. He kinda has this like sneaky smirk, and that is like a trademark of like smirk gifts. So <laughs> that's what that nigga's known for. Uh, Brenda Song as Vanessa Vu, or View, a local TV news reporter who covers Oscar's most embarrassing escapades. There are many more guest stars set to appear in the series, such as Lizzo, Lil Nas X, Chance the Rapper, Normani, <clears throat> Leslie Odom Jr., and Tiffany Haddish. Well, I got Disney Plus, so I'm ready, nigga. Let's go. <laughs> boop, 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 skip, boop, nigga. Let's go, nigga. I want to get this damn show on the road, nigga. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, so um, let's take a break, niggas. Oh, you thought this was a sponsorship. Well, a nigga is boycotting Anchor, so enjoy this fuckery for a second. I cannot believe my eyes. Back when Q was rolling with Lorenzo and a Benzo, I was banging with a gang of instrumentals. Got the pins and pencils, got down to business. But sometimes the business end of this shit can turn your friends against you. But you was a real nigga, I could sense it in you. I still remember the window of the car that you went through. That's fucked up, but I'll never forget the shit we've been through. And I'ma do whatever it takes to convince you. What's the difference between me and you? <laughs> I'm just fucking with y'all niggas. <laughs> and we back, Nick Nuggets. So, um... This one, this this article I'm about to read, um, I was really thinking about just putting this on a, its own episode as a bonus episode, but um, I just it got pushed, it got pushed to this episode. So I want to talk about it, and this is not a, this is a fucked up situation. This is an incident that. Honestly, I think someone basically had access to celebrities' accounts, right? <clears throat> and they chose a particular group of people. And they were like, you. You. But Nelly seemed like he did that shit on his own. Like, I, you know. But I want to talk about more specifically what happened with Isaiah Rashad. Um, because, you know, y'all know about the Nelly shit, you know, Nelly shit being leaked. But let's read this article from Hip Hop DX because they explain it in some detail, at least. Just hours after Lil Fizz and Nelly became victims of a sex tape leak, Isaiah Rashad's private life is being spread all over Twitter, too. 
And here's the thing with Twitter. Twitter allows nudity and strong sexual content. Unlike Instagram. Instagram, that shit gets shut down so fucking fast. But Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is still, they, they, they like, Hey, we ain't got shit to hide. (laughs) You know, it's, it's fucking porn on Twitter. So I'm just telling you, like, it ain't shit that's going to get like censored. I didn't see it, you know, accidentally or anything, but I just heard about it and I was like, Oh no, 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 no. That's not good because this man's private life is being put on display now. So on Wednesday, February 9th, footage of the elusive rapper, both giving and receiving oral sex started making the rounds. But much to the surprise of some of his fans, not a single woman was involved. In fact, everyone participating in the intimate act were men. While this appears to confirm Rashad's sexuality, many people have run to his defense and are criticizing anyone who would be so cruel as to expose someone in this manner. As one person tweeted, Isaiah Rashad being gay is random as fuck, but being so interested in what people do behind closed doors is even weirder, LMAO. Got nothing to do with y'all niggas. I don't know who this is. <clears throat> oh, BJ LaFleur. Oh, BJ LaFleur. BJ LaFleur is like um uh under Travis Scott. He's like Travis Scott's DJ. Um but yeah, um Rashad has had a tumultuous ride over the last few years. Last May, the top dog entertainment artist spoke to the fader and talked about his struggles with addiction and how the success of his 2016 album The Sun's Tirade led him to some dark places. As he became more financially independent, he invited some of his friends to crash with him at Los a- his Los Angeles pad and ended up funding their expensive habits while getting drunk before noon. And then I ended up sleeping on my homie's couch for like four or five months, he said. It was the quickest fall from grace I could ever imagine. <clears throat> his substance abuse became so glaringly obvious that other TDE artists were starting to refer to him as Bobby Brown who famously struggled with drugs his entire career. That's a terrible, that is, that's like a terrible inside joke. They won't shit for that. They really won't shit for that. He's really out here struggling. And it sounds like even niggas in his own camp, crazy, right? Even niggas in his own camp sound like they won't really like helping him like that. They were just making fun of the situation when, when someone's really in need of some help, especially when it comes to addiction, you know, and they're crying for it. It's it's different. Like if they didn't want to be helped, then it's kind of, you can't do much, but if they want to be helped, it's different, man. But fans have been very supportive. And, and, and then the thing with this entire situation is whoever leaked it, you're a sad sack of shit and you deserve, any repercussions that you are about to get from this okay because i just i just can't believe like it just it just makes me go like like bro like first nelly and 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 i'm like that's an invasion of privacy as well then little fizz and i'm like 
come on, y'all. Y'all got to stop, like, invading these people's privacy. Like, I mean, news be leaking, you know, and shit like that. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. When Jill Scott's news leaked, like, maybe about eight, nine years ago, nigga looked in them shits and was like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> That's fucking terrible, right? Nigga did look at them news. I was like, oh, shit. Jill Scott. <laughs> But other than that, I was like, yeah, because I don't be looking at no people's news. Because the funny thing is when news get leaked, most of the time it's like dudes. And when is when is a woman that news news leaked? I'm like, oh, it's really fucked up because it's an invasion of privacy. But like, come on, man, this is people be hacking iClouds and shit. And I'm like, it's just unfair. And 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 it speaks to. You know, the people who would judge, it speaks to what type of thought processes these people typically go through. You know, just to out some, oh, well, you wouldn't believe, like, what is wrong with y'all? These people, these people have a life that's private. Oh, you wouldn't like if somebody told you about some deep, deep, dark secrets that you had, which, which, (laughs) no. So shut the fuck up. Chill. Okay, so what? You know, that's how I feel like, <clears throat> you know, maybe maybe Isaiah Rashad is part of the LGBTQ community. And honestly, that was none of our business. But now whoever did this made it everyone's business. And that's his personal life. I'm still a huge fan of Isaiah Rashad I still bump I still I literally just bumped his music like right after I heard about because I was like I support you nigga I don't care what these motherfuckers be doing to you and saying to you you got a dope ass album you a dope ass artist and it shouldn't matter what your sexual orientation is or what you do in the privacy of your home that bullshit right there that bullshit right there these people leaking shit Honestly, that should be under the revenge porn statute. I don't know if it is. I'm not a legal expert, but that should at least be like, because California is, they make that shit legal. That's where Isaiah Rashad lives. He lives in California. I'm assuming the shit happened in California. So there's that. You never know what demons people are going through and you never know what things People are trying to hide. And the most important part of this is, it's none of our damn business. Point blank, period. I still think Isaiah Rashad had one of the best albums last year. And I'm still going to bump that nigga. Ain't shit changing. Hell, we found out that Tyler was by, right? He basically told people, and everybody's like, wait, 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 wait. He, he, oh, shit. He told us, and we didn't even listen. But it's still, like, it doesn't matter to me. These are all people, and they all live their lives the way that they live their lives. We all live our lives differently because we are all individuals. And on that note, let's move on to the next article. And um, let's talk about some shit like... uh, I don't know. 
local news related to black murals in Holly Springs. Because, <laughs> you know, Holly Springs, it's a reason why I don't want to move out there. And, and this shit right here is, is one of the biggest reasons why. But let's play this for the black folks. Well, Joel, good evening to you and everyone else at home. Now, this painted rock behind me was painted and meant to be a symbol of unity. But tonight, it means more of a symbol of controversy. In front of the Holly Springs High School campus, the words Black History Rest painted on the side of the school's spirit rock with the picture of a fist. School leaders say the Holly Springs High School Student Equity Team and the Black Student Alliance unanimously decided on the mural for Black History Month. However, its existence on campus was reportedly met with backlash from upset parents, claiming the symbol was synonymous with the Black Lives Matter movement. I think that in this case, it was a matter of really not being educated on what the symbol itself means. And I do understand how some parents may think that that is synonymous with the Black Lives Matter movement. Trying to cover up the problems with our racial history and not address them is just stupid. We have race problems in this country. They need to be talked about. Black lives do matter and have mattered and will continue to matter. In a letter to parents this afternoon, Principal Robert Morrison calls the incident a learning opportunity and hopes the students' actions aren't misinterpreted or politicized. This thread on Facebook regarding The Rock garnering a lot of attention, pressuring the principal to not have The Rock painted over. However, in an email to Eyewitness News, district leaders say, quote, Principal Morrison did not initially agree to have The Rock painted over, so there was no need for him to change his mind. Does that sound accurate? No. <laughs> Simply put, no. I hope that he changed his mind because he became better educated. Not just because of the clamoring of people. You mean the clanning? And we are told by Principal Morrison in that letter that that mural oh was student-led and student-inspired. We're also hearing from parents that that mural behind me will be up through the end of Black History Month. Damn right. We're live in Holly Springs tonight. Dwan Hogard, ABC 11, Eyewitness News. And this is why I don't fuck with places like Garner <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Holly Springs, Fuquay Verena, because y'all motherfuckers still be in the dark ages, man. I was like, man, it sounds like a good place to live if you by yourself and really want to be rural with no niggas. <laughs> I feel safer around more niggas, hell, more diversity, because when you be the only black kid, I... I'm just going to be real with y'all. I've been the only black kid in some classes before. And that shit feels awful, okay? Because everybody looking at you, man. Everybody looking at you, man. And you look, you like, man, I'm just here. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck, the fuck you looking at me for? It's a nigga. Like, what? <laughs> that got to do with any damn thing. <laughs> I got better grades than y'all motherfuckers anyway. But, <laughs> oh, but <clears throat> yeah, like it's literally a debate. It's it's a whole debate just for the fact that there is a rock that's painted with positivity about blackness. And y'all like take it down. It's it's exclusion. It's literally about unity because black people be going through shit. <laughs> white people, hey white person, if you listen to it, hey, 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 buddy. Hey, we be going through shit. We be black, and being black is not easy, okay? I love being black, but being black 
sometimes is really fucking hard. Okay, and 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 black kids be going through the fucking shit, man. Especially when you a place like Hot Springs. <laughs> Especially if you're a place like Hot Springs. Okay, I'd be like, man. Are they gonna call me nigga today? Like you, you, you be you be thinking, oh, it's twenty twenty two. I know they're not calling them nigga every day. Wrong. They be calling you nigga at lunch. They be calling you nigga when it's time to go to recess. They be calling you nigga at the bell. They be calling you the nigga at the locker. They be calling you this the nigga around the way. They just know that nigga is. They just say nigga. They they say nigga for nigga on nigga. So a, this shit is taught. We all know this. The people who are part of this shit are not solely the kids alone. The kids have to learn it somewhere. Guess where they learning that shit? At home. So white people still racist as fuck. <laughs> Just tell y'all motherfuckers. Shit is on display and they know some of these motherfuckers wear hoods when they go to go to go. They be like, I'm going to the store real quick. You know, they put on a hood and go find a horse and, you know, burn a cross somewhere. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, what else do they be doing? <laughs> what else do they be doing? Charades? Like, <laughs> fuck, fuck else. Nigga, <laughs> I'm just saying. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. All right. You know what? Let's get to some happy black shit because a nigga is tired. A nigga is just tired of, of bullshit. <laughs> Cause the bullshit finds its way. It always finds its way, and a nigga be like, "I'm, I'm a little fuck with right now." Nigga always gonna be fuck with. We black people. We, the smarter you get, the more frustrated you are. <laughs> That's just true. Sometimes ignorance. I mean, ignorance is true bliss, man. <laughs> ignorance is bliss has a new meaning when you're black. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a new meaning when you're black. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oof. <clears throat> so. We're going to close out this episode with a black-owned business. And um, I think everyone will love this one. So it's the story of Umume, the Umume company. Umume, pronounced Umume, originates from the Igbo language in eastern Nigeria, meaning behavior, mood, or character. The Umume company is an African-inspired candle brand for the explorer in you. A black-owned candle company and woman-owned business created by our founder, Christabel, who is in love with all things food and travel. After battling a stress-induced illness, she began to focus on things that bring her joy, create experiences to enrich her life and journey back to her true happier self. By returning to her roots and finding her identity, changing a few behaviors and discovering the ways to improve her mood, the Umume Company was born. In her spare time, she not only explores new hobbies and cooks foods from her Nigerian background, but she also celebrates the richness of African regions throughout music, food, and planning new travel destinations. The Umume Company celebrates the beauty and uniqueness of the African continent through home fragrances. Fragrances. <clears throat> Each scent is formulated with premium aromatherapy blends and mood-enhancing scent or candle scents to not only promote positive behaviors, but also transport you across the globe to African destinations. 
All products are handmade, vegan, toxin-free, phthalate-free, phthalates-free, I, I believe so, hand-poured in small batches and use eco-friendly packaging. Come explore with us. Hey, these are some dope-ass candles, man. I had the shit in my damn cart because, honestly... I was going to get it for Nikki for Valentine's Day, but I was like, it ain't going to make it in time. They got a Joloff candle, man. That shit is amazing. So um, let me look at the candles again. Let me see what it got. Shop. Let me go back to shop. <clears throat> so she has a Kilimanjaro candle, a Sahara candle, um, a Together Falls candle, and a Joloff candle. Bam. I'm just going to tell you, they all look great. They all look good in... Please check out Umume. I'm going to actually, I'll have a link for the website in the show notes. Support black businesses. And as always, thank you. Do you believe that butt cheeks are the boob of the back? And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. I moved out of the hood for good, you blame me? Niggas ain't mainly at niggas they can't be But niggas can't hit, niggas they can't see I'm out of sight, now I'm out of they dang reach How would you feel if niggas wanted to kill? You probably move to a new house on a new hill And choose a new spot if niggas wanted to shot I ain't a thug, how much Tupac in you you got? I ain't no bitch neither It's either my life or your life And I ain't leaving, I like breathing Nigga, we can go round for round, clip for clip, shit, whole pound for pound. Nigga, if you really wanna take it there, we can. Just remember that you fucking with a family, man. I got a lot more to lose than you. Remember that when you wanna come and fill these shoes. Netflix and chill. We gonna get Popeyes and fuck. And we gonna call it chicken and dickin'.